Welcome to Bear Reviews, where we talk business. Hello, ladies hey. and gentlemen. All right. Guess what t- day it is today? It is Tuesday, as we are speaking right now. Yes, it is. And what kind of Tuesday is it, Sean? Tip Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Tip Tuesday. Where we share all the tips on how to get big. How to get huge. How to get big. It's what we do. Gain that knowledge. That's Gains. all. That's what we're talking about today. What so, we're doing. if you can't now, if you can't tell, my name's Sean. If you can't tell, my name is Chris. And you know, we're just here to drop some knowledge. Yeah. About technical analysis this week. I'm gonna drop it like this, mic. Whoa. Whoa. All right. So last week we talked about fundamental analysis. That's what we did. And now we're gonna just do the opposite of it, pretty much. We're gonna pull it back. Talk about that technical analysis. So Chris, what is tactical analysis? Basically, it's a, it's a way of trading that evaluates investments by looking at like statistical trends and um, trading activity. Yes, it is. And you know, these types of traders will focus on patterns of price movements yeah. and signals that they get by using these uh, analytical charting tools, which we'll get into a little bit later. Yeah. And to do technical analysis, you have to rely on a few assumptions. What are those, Sean? All right. That the market discounts everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Price moves in trends. Obviously, you have to have that or your whole technical analysis just goes out the window. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, trends are what, like, throw off the balance, which allow you to make money. If uh, if you see that this company is getting some bad rep, but you know it's going to rebound, like jump in there because it's going to go it's going to go down really short term, but it'll usually bounce right back up because all these people see the potential, stuff like that. Yeah, and these trends happen in short, medium, and long term. Yeah. All right, but in technical when do when using technical analysis. You're mostly looking at shorter term, like less than a month. Yeah, yeah. And not longer term. So, yeah, this is basically for, like, your day traders, swing traders, and really just short-term traders, if that's what you want to call yourself. But you, if you're trying to use technical analysis for, like, a long hold that you want to hold for a few years, like, use fundamental analysis. Go back to what we were talking about last week, all right? Exactly. You want to see what the company is actually doing it technical analysis you really don't need to know too much about the company yeah it's it's all statistics um and really there's there's some things that some indicators that uh analysts use it's a uh, price trends chart patterns volume and momentum indicators and oscillators sean what is an oscillator for those at home so basically an oscillator is a analysis tool that bans two extreme values Mm-hmm. and then build a trend indicator with the result. So, analysts are going to use this uh, trend indicator, indicator of the trends, <laughs> to, <laughs> to discover if in the short term um, a security or stock is overbought or oversold. Yeah. And when this value of the oscillator approaches an upper extreme value, 
they're going to say that this asset is overbought. Yes. And if it approaches a lower extreme, um, we will consider it to be oversold. And see, like, this is why it's short-term, because if you look, if you can't keep these same extreme values 10 years down the line, obviously it's going to change. So that's why it's short-term, like, week, a month. Um, Minutes. That's pretty short, Sean. Hours. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's changing all the time. So <laughs> maybe not as extreme in the shorter periods, but you'll be able to see when it's getting overbought and oversold that is true. over time. Some other indicators are moving averages, yes, uh, support and resistance levels, which mm-hmm. we'll definitely get into later, and those are the indicators. Yeah, they are. They're pretty broad types, which we'll explain in a little bit. All yes, right, we will. So, there's one problem with technical analysis. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's really struggling to be um, considered legitimate. That's true. Many people see it as like a, a hype thing that people are like saying get rich fast. But really it's not at all. I mean, yes, you can't predict the future with these trends, but you can you can definitely try. You can well yeah, you can try and definitely like as we said earlier, history does tend to repeat itself. So I mean just looking at these trends, um, you can kinda get a broad general idea of something that could happen what most likely will happen um, and that the problem with it is is like fundamental analysis is so key to finding good investments but then technical analysis sometimes you can be so confident in one thing but the numbers just aren't there for that week so. yeah and the other thing is technical analysis doesn't really me- measure the actual value of the company you're just using the patterns and trends to make a profit. That's true. All right, you're trying to see what these trends suggest that the stock will do in the future. Yeah, and you're, most of the time you're going against the trend, I, I guess you could say it like that. Like if it's uh, if the stock's trending down and you think like it'll rebound. Really, and you see an some... indicator that says, oh, it's about to rebound Yeah, and, and uh, go up. Yeah, it's a then, quick opportunity to then make. Then you're going to have to put money. in that trade. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right? All right. Welcome back, everybody. And now that we explain what technical analysis is, yes, we're going to explain how to use it. Yes. All right? So first thing is you got to understand what the trends are and how you can uh, identify them yeah how they're classified so basically there's a few so uptrends basically when when uh highs are highs lows are highs you're just, they're becoming progressively higher okay so basically it just means the stock is trading higher and higher and higher and that shows that exactly what you said the prices are just getting higher and higher yes all right and now for downtrends we'll see successive highs and lows that are going progressively going lower. Yes. All right. I mean, you typically don't look at this on like a like an hour. You wouldn't look at this as a downtrend. You normally look at like a day, a week, month, you know. Could be hours. Oh, it could be hours, I guess. But 
Normally, normally you're looking. Uh, day traders would be looking. Day at traders looking at hours, but typically if you're looking minutes. for like that monthly thing, um, I guess yeah, anytime it's downer. Um, yeah, you'll be able to see this by going into the chart, and you can se select the the interval interval of the uh, time periods, and you'll see at this minute it closed up, and then the next minute it closed higher and had a higher low as well. Yeah. And you'll be able to see it. It's pretty uh, straightforward for these first few. Yeah. So the next one is horizontal trends. Pretty self-explanatory when it's just, when the highs and lows fail to change much, you know, they're just going sideways, as people say. It's trading sideways. So um, basically it just looks like a horizontal line. Yeah. yeah. And then we have trend lines. And these are drawn to connect successive highs to each other. Mm -hmm. And same with the lows. And this helps you spot trends. So usually on uh, your platform that you're using, you'll be able to draw these trends, trend lines, mm -hmm. on there. Or sometimes they even have a function where you can just put it on there. Um, they'll put yeah. it on there for you. I know Thinkorswim, there's a lot of uh, stuff you can do with that, like helping make these lines yourself. I'm pretty sure they do have a program in there to help help you with it. So trends are classified as major trends when they last longer than a year. An intermediate trend is when they last at least a month, but less than a year. And near-term trends when they last less than a month. So, so oh, you want to go? Yeah, you, you, you want to go? Sean, All you right. Sorry. So these interme intermediate trends are literally made up of these near-term trends. Yeah. So if you're a day trader, you're looking at the near-term trends. Yes, you are. All right? If you're a swing trader, you'll still be looking at the near-term trends, most likely, Yeah. into the intermediate. All right? So they might not all go the same direction as if they're a part of a larger trend. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, yeah. I mean, it, looking at the whole picture, it could be, like, up, down, but... You basically look at the whole, the interval as a whole, and see how it is trending. It's not really a, um, like you can look at the individual pieces, like we said earlier, and see where those are trending. That'll give you a snapshot, but then the whole picture will give yeah. you the actual trend over a longer period yes, of time. Exactly. All right. And technical al analysts uh, use four kinds of charts. There's line charts. Yes. Which will plot the closing stock over the interval of time that's selected. Yeah. There's the bar and candlestick charts, which show the high and lows for each uh, interval time selected. And there, there's the point and figure charts, which show significant price movements over a period of time. Yeah, these are all very important. Um, Personally, I like the candlestick charts me too, the best. Yeah. I like to see how high the highs were, how exactly. low the low were. Yeah. And I feel like most technical people that use technical analysis will uh, use this type of chart. Yeah, and of course there's always like a hump when like learning this stuff. You're not just going to go into a program or something and pull this up right into the candlesticks and know what it means. Take time to research it. Um, really figure out what each part of this graph is saying so that way you're going to be uh, able to effectively read the chart. Yeah, and then there's also so many names that analysts have given these types of patterns that you'll see. Yeah. Like, 
there's a pattern resembling a head and shoulders. And that indicates that the trend is about to re uh, reverse itself. Mm -hmm. And then there's a cup and handle. And that indicates the opposite. An upward trend is going to continue after uh, a short correction. So you're going to see and start to learn these over time. Yeah. And like we're really giving a, a broad overview right now. Mm -hmm. But as you do this, practice, practice, practice. Just reading the charts. You don't even have to make trades. Yeah. All right. It's going to take so many times just or so many times going on there and hours of figuring out what's going on. Yeah. And watching stocks to figure out what these patterns mean. And like you can say, oh, I think I should make a trade here and then watch and see if that's going to if it actually panned out the way it should have. Yeah. That's and you were right and you saw it correctly. All right. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying like paper trading. Is so important because you can use all these technical little pieces of the puzzle and paper trade with it so you can get the hang of learning all these tools that we're laying out for you learning like what I need to look for um, what are some like signals and basically reading everything about a stock in like a few minutes um, obviously it's like time is on the line when when you're day trading uh, the stock price can rise and fall like that. So, Yeah, so you really got to be very familiar with these patterns. And like Chris was saying, in the paper trading, you can set up um, shortcuts on your keyboard and get yeah. used to doing it. Yeah, doing it very fast. But without risking your actual money. All right, so that's the best way to practice. Yeah, and get started uh, no matter what. Even if you're not super into technical analysis, um, just start paper trading like as soon as possible get the hang of it get familiar with it and then when you do want to start getting into the technical part of it you can always just um, start learning stuff there's so many tutorials on like the very specific stuff um, to look for um, but this is the very broad stuff that we're giving you right now so now we're going to talk about um, support and resistance so your support refers to the lowest price that a security reaches before buyers come in and uh, jack up the price. Yeah. All right. And then the resistant, the resistance refers to the highest price the security reaches before the people that own the shares of the stock sell, sell. Yeah. and the price begins to fall. So, and these levels are not fixed. So yeah. you're literally, it's literally lines on the chart that you're drawing and it's making like a ceiling and a floor basically. And that's where the stock's go going in between. And your support and resistance levels are used to confirm if there's uh, actually an existence of a trend or see if a trend's going to reverse itself. Yeah. And this is like the probably one of the most key points of technical analysis. You got to be able to see when people are getting in and when people are getting out. Yeah, that's probably the best part about this whole thing is because you're able to take advantage of this little jump or little fall um, in, in your like little handbook, you know? These people might... So, basically, these lines, you just look at it like two parallel lines above it, but they actually move along with the graph. So... Exactly. And... Yes, the, the price can go above the resistance and below the support. 
but that's just like these things aren't fluid and they aren't exactly fixed. Yeah. All right. You're they're gonna change around, and you've got to just understand like oh usually people would start selling here, or usually people would start buying here. All right, and usually when you're watching a stock and you see it like get into like a few points of that um, support level, mm-hmm. you might avoid uh, buying. Yeah, because you know, like if it's very high, and uh, you don't want to buy when it's at the very peak because everyone else is going to start selling, and the value that you just bought it at is no longer attainable, and you're probably not going to make a profit off of it. Exactly. So, very important support and resistance. you got to learn them. The next thing is volume, which is mm-hmm. also super important. Very important. This is how liquid your um, position can be. So, if you're buying and selling on a trend or whatever, you got to see if there's enough volume to even... Um, continue the trade, yeah, and like get out of it if you have to, or or get in, mm-hmm. yeah, because the volume is basically the amount of people buying and selling. Yeah, exactly. So if there's a lot, if there's a huge volume, you're gonna know that you're gonna be able to sell when you need to. If there's like nobody trading the stock, you don't know if you're gonna be able to get out at the price you want. You're gonna have to wait for someone else. So it's really just. It can be risky trading low low volume. Yeah, it's stocks. also it's an indicator if like if there's a very low volume mm-hmm. on this uh, stock that's trading, you know, it might be an indicator that maybe this trend is like a false trend. Yeah. All right. But if you see like a trend uh, upward trend and there's a lot of volume, it probably has a valid reason of why this trend's happening. Yeah. Correct. Yes, exactly. So that's why you got to keep an eye out for volume. And this is something that you just set up on your platform and, you know, be able to figure out, all right, I got my support, my resistance, the volume's looking good. And you're going to have to go over this so many times again and drill this into your head of what's good and what's bad with uh, volume. Yeah, and you're going to find where you're comfortable, like, where, what is the volume level that you're comfortable trading at? Um, like for beginners, most people start like high, very, very high volume because like you want to get out when you want to get out. But some people are a little more uh, comfortable in these situations. But I mean, it's definitely so important to just pay attention to volume when trading. Exactly. So next thing is you have to be able to use the moving averages of these... Uh, to filter out these minor price fluctuations. Yeah. So the moving averages are your averages over the uh, equal periods of time. All right. And this will make it a lot easier to see the overall trends. You're not going to see all these um, unrepresented highs and lows and all that stuff. That's just, it'll just help make it, make you be able to tell, oh, this trend is actually going up. And even yeah. though you see like something that doesn't make sense, that something really high or really low, just out of the nowhere, you're kind of removing the outliers, finding the mean. Uh, it's basically what it is. Um, or think of like a weighted average, like in school, like exactly something like that. So there's a, a couple ways you can do this. There's the simple moving average, which 
you're just adding together all the closing prices during the time period that you're looking at and dividing that sum by the number of prices mm -hmm. included. Yeah, it's probably right? the easiest way. And there's other ways to do it. Um, there's exponential moving average, which you're pretty much you're pretty much using the. It's very similar to the linear moving average, where but it's only uh, weighing the most recent prices used to compute the average. Yeah. All right. Much. It's just the latest information. I hope that sounds alright. Yeah, it's kind of it's hard to express that, but. So next, you're gonna you have you have to use your indicators and oscillators to actually support what these trends and price movements are telling you. So these indicators are calculations that support the trend information, which you learn from the price movements, and this adds another factor into your decision if it's actually right to buy or sell these securities. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and some indicators can have like any value while others are more restricted to like a certain like range of values such as like 0 to 100 like um, oscillators are on a scale from 0 to 100 so there's so many indicators and they can be leading or lagging and basically what that means is the leading indicators will predict the price movements and are most useful during like a, a horizontal trend to signal whether it will end up going up or down. Yeah, and then lagging indicators confirm like price movements and are probably the most useful during uptrends and downtrends. So you'll be able to confirm, oh yes, this actually is going up mm -hmm. and it's not just doing that and then going right back down or exactly. something like that. It's kind of common sense by the names, like leading is before, lagging is after. Exactly. So there's also include the average directional index, and the ADX uses a positive and negative directional indicators. And this determines how strong the uptrend or downtrend is on the scale of 0 to 100. Mm -hmm. So if your value here is below 20, it indicates a weak trend. A weak trend. <laughs> and if it's over 40, it indicates a strong one. Yeah, th this one's super important. I mean... These like these directional indicators are like foundation of figuring out um, basically your position, what you want to take on this. Exactly, and you can find most of these indicators, if not all of them, on your platform. Mm -hmm. Like uh, for TG Ameritrade, the Thinkorswim platform, yeah. pretty much has all of these in there. You really just gotta search and mess around with some stuff. And if you don't know, what, if you don't know what some like the acronyms mean. Go look it up on like Google or something. Figure out what like some ran what this random gibberish means. Exactly. And read about it and then try to uh, use it when you're making these paper trades or real trades. So one key one that I personally use is the RSI, which is the Relative Strength Index, mm. and this will pretty much tell me how frequently securities are being traded and it ranges from 0 to 100 again. Yeah. So if the value is over 70, it suggests that this this security is being bought too frequently. Okay. While a value under 30 suggests it's being sold too frequently. That's kind of, that's interesting, you know. Is there like a certain period 
this is for or is it kind of like can you use it long term and it's, short term it's typically used for like shorter periods like um a swing trade possibly uh-huh. and like a week or two okay usually yeah and this will tell you about the volatility of the stock and if people if people are staying in there way too long when it really should be uh sold sold yeah exact and vice versa i mean all right wow those are a lot of indicators they are a lot of indicators if you guys uh if you guys think we missed any i mean we obviously did can't hit them all if you guys think we missed any important ones just let us know i don't think we did we, we i hit, think we hit most of the basic ones. so i think we went over a pretty broad array of technical analysis here if you guys are interested in learning more you contact us we'd love to uh help you out answer any questions we could even go into specific episodes if you guys want on each of these um and we could make an entire episode just on one of these things just yeah. help you guys out let us know we're, we're here to help we so just to recap we went over what actually technical analysis is yep all right and some key indicators to use and what they show all yeah. right now this is again something that you have to work on for many hours yes. of practice it'll take you a very long time uh but what, what i'm going to say again is go paper trade and you'll figure this stuff out way easier when you have some attachment to it if you know what i mean like you're actually using it to uh make these trades and you know when you're paper trading uh trade like it's your real money you know uh treat it real and you'll get so much out of it and the other thing is you don't want to use all of these indicators together yeah yeah. you're just going <laughs> to overload yourself and not going to be able to make a decision that's true so you want to figure out which ones that you personally like that give you the most value without causing yourself to have an overload yeah and not be able to make a decision that's probably right. the worst part if you if you have too many of these things you'll stress yourself out and you won't make the trade in time and uh, you just lost out on that money potentially because or you got in at a bad time and lost money yeah because you're you're looking at all the wrong things you want to look at like each of these but not every single one is needed every single time exactly so um, contact us we're on Instagram Facebook Twitter yep all right YouTube you can find this podcast oh yeah and you know we just love talking to you all right it's a great time I love it. Me too. Chris loves it. Make loving. <laughs> All right. So happy Tip Tuesday, everyone. And we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Bear Reviews.